This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Conversations. So I am actually quite uh, thrilled to uh, be interviewing Mr. Kabir Bedi. Um, I have heard of him as a star and even as a friend's father's friend when we were in school and telling us what a dude he was. Uh, so it's a it's a pleasure to be talking to him now after having heard about him uh, everywhere. I have just read his just released autobiography. It is called Stories I Must Tell: The Emotional Life of an Actor. In your book, Mr. Bedi, you know you have had a string of very high-profile romances, uh, like people would want to be you, uh, and emotional ups and downs. And I wonder that. Considering your formative years were so spiritual, surrounded by such spirituality, how is it that your emotional state was always um, looking for, uh, you know, the pursuit of a companion? Whereas you spent so much time in Vipassana, even as a young teen, you know, you became uh, that ultra monk. So, just resolve that from you. Why is it that it wasn't spirituality that you clung to? Rather, like you have said in this, it was, you know. Whenever you were emotionally distraught, you you looked for a soulmate. There was that spiritual underlay to my to, to my formative years, and what they gave me was the confidence to live life differently, to do things that my parents had not done before, to seek out the road less traveled, and that's what took me from Delhi uh, to Mumbai, uh, to a career in advertising and theatre. And my need uh, for companionship is coupled with a need for for love, and also the fact that I do believe in marriage. Perhaps that is why I have got married so many times. Otherwise, if I just wanted to be footloose and fancy free, and you know, do whatever single people do with the freedom that single people have, why would I have got married so many times? So you worked in you know Hollywood. You worked in Europe. Um... Across Europe in soap operas, uh, give me an idea of the contrasts in working in Europe, in Hollywood, and India. Both the financial aspect, like a small part in a mid-level film in Hollywood, is way more economically rewarding than a leading part in India. The 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 work culture and otherwise the audience culture, the professional culture. You know, because you've experienced it all. I'd really like to get an insight and please take your time in answering each of these aspects of of how you experienced it. That could be a book in itself, uh, because it's not a simple answer. So there is a huge difference in the work culture and ethic of Hollywood and Bollywood, more contrasted in those days than today. Europe falls somewhere in between. They like to plan sort of like Hollywood, but then they sort of improvise like uh, uh, Bollywood, and they sort of get the best of both worlds. In terms of economics, um, again, it's a bit of apples and oranges. Because in every film's culture, the big stars get the disproportionate amount of the income. Uh, the supporting actors get get much less, and the uh, lowest rung of actors get even less. You can't compare what you make there with here because again, costs of living are higher there. So even if you make more there, you end up spending more there. <clears throat> but I would say that the biggest change that's happened, both in Hollywood and Bollywood, is your book says nothing unkind about anyone. I I find that uh, unusual and unbelievable. Are you being too kind? Are you channeling your inner Buddhist and forgiving everybody? Because 
one could not have had a journey like yours without coming across some real horrible British people. I, I've had one hell of a life. And it's traversed three continents and seen incredible successful stardom in Europe, loved and lost some amazing women, uh, suffered the pain of my son's uh, suicide, resurrected myself from the ashes of bankruptcy, all kinds of things I have done in my life. So when I was setting out to write this story, I chose the story, the form of telling it through a series of short stories. And in doing so, I was able to write of each story independently um, from beginning to end. So the stories overlapped in time. So I could go back and forth. And the reason I did that was because it was more interesting for me to tell the story and for people to read the story uh, as separate stories. As a result of that form, Mufat Khoro, Muft Me, It Night Milega. To watch the full unedited interview, you have to subscribe to News Laundry and pay to keep news free. Because when the public pays, the public is served. We depend on you and not on advertisers. So go to www.newslaundry.com slash subscription and subscribe and get all our unedited interviews, our special video shows, comics and everything that's behind the paywall. Remember to subscribe to News Laundry, you pay just about 10 rupees a day. That's less than, well no, a cigarette and smoking is injurious to health. So subscribe and watch the full interview. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.